Welcome to the Giving a Purpose podcast. We talk, you listen. Streaming to the world and beyond, we will talk about all aspects of life. We will host a variety of guests where each week we will educate, motivate, encourage, and inspire you. Let's get started with your host, Mr. L.A. Welcome to the Giving a Purpose podcast where we bridge the highs, the lows, lessons learned through life's journey and filling in the gap. (laughs) You already know what it is. New week. Listen, some may call this love week, man. Love yourself. All right. Now, when you listen to this, it's probably Valentine's Day. So let me get this out the way, man. Shout out to my folks, man. They have been married for 30 years, man. Shout out to them, man. Um, I remember it. I was at the wedding. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was just 10 years old, man. And I was sitting there repeating everything and all kind of stuff. And but shout out to to um, my folks on 30 years of marriage. But now we got that out the way. Please make sure you keep your momentum up. We got to make sure that we make this week the best week of our lives. Now, if this is your first time, congratulations. Thank you for listening to the Given a Purpose podcast. I am your host, Mr. L.A. Now, I need you to do me a couple of things since you're here, if you haven't done it already. All right. Down there in the corner there, I need you to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you click the bell Make sure you get us every week. We do fresh weekly new episodes every week, and I don't want you to miss it. We are out on all major platforms, but here on this YouTube, if you're watching and if you're listening to on your phone, make sure you leave a review as well, man. I do want you to subscribe, but I also want you to leave a review, man. Click those stars. Let your boy know how he's doing. Um, If you have any ideas that you want me to talk about anything um that you feel that should be addressed here or if you want to be a guest definitely let me know man i would love to have you here on the giving a purpose podcast now um i was reading a quote the other day and it really resonated with me and the quote was people who avoid failure also avoid success And when I saw that, I was just like, wow, that is so accurate in some ways, Um, because I know on each level of everything that I've ever tried to do, before I changed my mindset on certain things, I hated failing, like I didn't think failing was a part of the process. It was just getting it right every time. Just getting it right every time. Just doing it in detail in such a way every time that I'm not supposed to fail. But not understanding that failure was a part of the process. Um, And I tried to avoid it at all costs. I did not want to fail at things. Because at that time in my mindset, failure was a 
how can I say failure would be a knock on me as a whole and not necessarily the process. You know what I'm saying? It would be, I would internalize it as I was not good or I was not worthy of it. And it locked into so many different things. Um, a couple of factors kind of went into that. Now, um, as, as a younger person, I picked up things real quick. So when they came, not, not necessarily that it came easy, but if I could see it, I could do it. And then after I saw it for a while, I was mastering it. So I just, it, it, it was, if I failed at it, I just was like, man, this is not for me. Not understanding all of the parts of the process, understanding that failure is a process, then trying it again and then believing in yourself and then having a discipline, being committed to it and being consistent in doing all those things to be a success. Instead of avoiding that piece of the process, I never really tasted success till its full extent because I would always skip that process. Now it's something it's like something that I tell one of my players, um, very good um, baseball player, but he relies on his talent so much. And so I told him, I was like, listen, you're good. I said, but your talent is going to run out one day and your work ethic sucks. And you're so heavily set on that talent that you don't know how to deal or adjust when things need to happen because your work ethic only takes you to how you feel about it. And so what that means is when he's doing something and it doesn't go his way and he doesn't feel like um, he's going to get better at, it, he just quits it altogether. He only allows his mindset to settle on the fact that his talent is the best thing he got and not his work ethic. And I always tell them all the time, there's a difference between being good and being great. You are a good player. But for you to be great and get to that next level, your work ethic has to be on a different level than everybody. Your mindset has to be on a different level than everybody. And you have to be disciplined and set in what you need to do to accomplish whatever goal you're trying to do. There are some people that are just naturally talented in things, but they're only going to sustain the gift and the things that they have when they understand the work ethic they need behind it. You can't give up necessarily because you don't get it on the first try. You can't give up necessarily because you don't get it on the second try. Sometimes you have to keep working until you get it. Sometimes you can unlock different gifts and skills by your work ethic. Sometimes the thing you may think is your gift may not be the gift, but may be the key to open the door to get to your gift or get to what your purpose is. Um, if I can give an example, we'll take somebody like um, the rock. 
just um was watching the Super Bowl and everything. Um and he he was in the beginning of the Super Bowl. But you you think about this. He started off wanting to play football. That was his dream. That was his thing. Playing football. Um he if if you if you're familiar with the rock story. Wanted to play football, went to the University of Miami, um, wanted to play professional football, end up playing in Canada, I believe, um, still following his dream. Um, as his business is called, <laughs> Seven Bucks Productions, he only had seven bucks in his account. But his next level was, you know what? My dad is a wrestler. Let me go into wrestling. His dad really didn't want him to do that. Boom. He went into wrestling anyway. Now, if you're coming up in my generation, the number one like wrestler probably of all time or personality, I won't say wrestler, but just personality and overall fandom was probably Hulk Hogan. Listen, this man had people eating uh, vitamins, all kind of make sure you say your prayers. Um, 24 inch pythons, all kind of stuff. You were just a fan. You were, um, he was in movies. You watched that, but you were just, you, if you listen, you was a Hulkamaniac. Let, let's stop playing. You was a Hulkamaniac. But then, you know, when, cause he, he started off as Rocky Maivia, but when he became the rock, I've never seen anybody like their, their personality in that arena of, you know, of that wrestling world overcome being like a Hulkamania. You just thought it would never. He's like, there's other superstars. You know what I'm saying? You had the ultimate warrior. You had, you know, Bret Hart, even during the time of when NWO was hot. You know what I'm saying? For all those people that watch wrestling, when NWO was hot. We were going around, walking around, throwing that NWO too sweet. <laughs> All that craziness, man. Listen, man, I used to watch wrestling faithfully back in the day. But my point is he even went to the top of the game in the wrestling world. But then somebody offered him a, him an opportunity to be in a movie. To the point where his gift of his personality and what he did as his character as The Rock he had a choice to make. All right, you can do some of this wrestling and some of this movies, or you can do all of this wrestling and some of these movies, or you can do a lot of movies and not so much wrestling to the point where now people know him as Dwayne Johnson, almost as equally people know him as the rock. And now he's known as one of the highest paid actors that we have all right but what if he just stopped because he his dream was football and he failed he didn't even really start like that after a while at university of miami because if you're familiar with warren sap <laughs> listen the rock wasn't playing even though he was a very good high school player but then you know when he first started off you know, he was getting booed as a wrestler. But what if he said, man, I'm trying this wrestling. Even my dad was a wrestler. I got, you know, inside information. I got cousins that wrestled. Jimmy Fly Snooker, Yokozuna, all those people, his cousins and stuff like that in the wrestling game. And first they were booing him until he became a bad guy. 
And then he became that personality of the rock. I mean, what if he just said, you know, I failed at this too. And it's like, it's not working. Then, you know, you get a, a part like the Scorpion King. And then now you are any movie you touch. The box offices are crazy every weekend. But my point is. If he would have not embraced the process of those failures, he would have never gotten to being the number one actor that he is now. So my point is that I want to drive home is make sure you understand that in failure doesn't mean that you are a failure. All right. It's just a block in the process. And through the failures, you actually learn more of the lessons. All right. You know what you need to build on. You know what you need to focus on. You know what you need to do better at. You know what in your work ethic you need to hone in more. So your your work ethic will correct those things that you may be less talented in, less gifted in. But your work ethic can overcome that. So that's what I need you to do. I need you to take that momentum that you have. I need you to take that great energy. I told you a lot of the things that we do, our energy and things are transferable. And so is that work ethic. See, that worth ethic creates the discipline, right? It creates the commitment and the consistency that we need to accomplish our goals. So stop avoiding the failure. I think, like I said, if, if, if I internalize it for me, I focus so much on the being perfect that I avoided the failures instead of understanding that failure was a part of the process. But guess what? Now, you know, now that you know that you're not a failure and that failure is a part of the process, you won't be afraid of success, man. It's crazy. And it, it, it clicks so much now as I'm older, but my football coach used to tell us all the time. He said, you guys are afraid of success. I'm like what? And it was like, we were, we were okay with mediocrity. It's like, it was just one, it's this one team that's locally, um, a DeMatha. Now, if you know me, I hate DeMatha, but as a high school student, I never be DeMatha in anything, but we, not that we necessarily going into the game that we were going to lose, but it wasn't such a big deal when we did. It was just like, it's DeMatha. We, we always lose to DeMatha. You see what I'm saying? We accepted the mediocrity. You see what I'm saying? And not focusing on, all right, this is the work ethic. We need to figure out a way to beat DeMatha. And we need to consistently do these things to make sure our mindset and our discipline is straight and stop accepting the fact that they who they are who they are and it's okay. That's not what I mean about having failure a part of the process, just accepting failure because you're not giving 110%. Now, we tried our best, but it that's just what it was. But do not avoid the failure and do not be afraid of success because you're avoiding the failure. 
All right. Success is a journey built on the road of failure. Hopefully that hit home with somebody real quick. Your road and journey to success is off failure street and lessons Avenue. But if you stay in the driver's seat of your disciplined car, right? And stay committed to where your GPS is taking you, you will be consistent in getting to that destination or not necessarily the destination because success is not a destination. It is a part of the journey. Stop focusing on just the end game. Focus on what you learn through the process. The process is so much more valuable. All right. Fall in love with since this is love week, fall in love with yourself, fall in love with the process and you will be successful. Listen, I hope you guys got something great out of that. Hopefully it blessed you in a great way and hopefully it brought some value to your life. Man, listen, I want you guys to know I appreciate you guys all the time. Listen, if you want to follow the Giving a Purpose podcast, listen, you know we're on IG, giving underscore a underscore purpose underscore podcast on IG. Also, I'm giving a purpose podcast on the YouTube channel. Now, if you want to follow me, the brand, um, Mr. LA, I'm Mr. LA on Mr. LA underscore two on IG as well as Twitter. All right. If you want to email me, get at me, get on the show or have ideas for the show. You can email me at giving a purpose podcast at gmail.com. Listen, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I need you guys to do two huge, great favors for me. Make sure you live on purpose and make sure you live in purpose. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. You've been listening to the Giving a Purpose podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.